What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to Cruiser Radio, episode 16. I am your host, Wesley Hill, joined with my co-host, Mr. Hunter Harris, founder Chad Rice on the microphone this week, and our special guest, no other than Mr. Jerry Turner. Jerry and Chad are going to be talking to us this week about all the new stuff that's going to be coming out with Cruiser in the year 2023. On top of that, we're going to be talking about the trade shows that we're going to be going to this year, and we're going to go in deep about the Alaskan Bone Collector. It's going to be a great episode, guys. Let's get into it. What's up, guys? What's up? Hey, what's up, man? Not much, man. Howdy. Start of a new year. First episode of the yeah, new man. year. Yeah, man. January 5th. Yeah. It's wild. When's your birthday, Jerry? The 16th. The 16th. That's right. Oh. Yeah, buddy. It's wild. Throw Jerry a party. Yeah, it'll be, for real. It'll be 35. 35. Going, dude. You're getting old. That's wild. <laughs> well, uh, Hunter, thanks for joining me. Uh, Chad, it's a pleasure as always. Sure. Jerry, the legend, dude. That's what I have you in my phone. If you didn't know that. Really? Yeah. He is a legend. Yeah. You're saved yeah, in the there. It's Jerry, the legend. But appreciate fun. you being on the podcast, man. Well, I want to get into it, man. Season is about to wrap up. and Yeah, Sunday. Sunday is the last day in the state of Tennessee, and it's ended in some states, I think. So... I don't know. That's what I've been seeing Only in the Facebook groups. To, only pay attention to Tennessee's yeah. deer season. But I just want to talk about season, man. How's it gone? Is there things that you feel like you could have done better this year? Like, what's your overall count look like for the total year? Well, um, if you're asking me. Yeah, hey, um, <laughs> you, can start with you. you can start it off. Yeah. Uh, I'll start it off. Yeah, sure. So, um, obviously, started off with the velvet season. Got pretty daggum close on some really big bucks up on my lease. And um, one of the guys from the element came. He killed a deer. Uh, pretty seven good seven-pointer, point. yeah. Videos up on YouTube if you want to check that out um, under the element. Um, and then after that, obviously, regular season rolled in about a month later. And uh, I, had a, I had plenty of opportunities to fill a ton of tags, but... Um, you know, shot at one good buck, but, uh, if you've listened to our podcast, you know that I had like an eye issue going on and, uh, I couldn't really see out of my right eye, like right when the rut hit, man, it's like, yeah, <laughs> the last two years, my rut has been like, you know, I haven't been able to hunt because my yeah. wife had, she's in law school. She had midterms and finals, you no know, midterms during the rut last year. And then this year, my eye flared up, and I couldn't even see out of my right eye for like six weeks. And it was right when the rut hit. So uh, I got out when I could and actually had an opportunity to shoot a 130-inch or so eight-pointer at 15 yards and like three minutes of shooting light left. And I drew back on him, buried the pin right behind the shoulder and shot and did not see the grapevine hanging down from the tree beside me and my arrow smacked it and he ran out of my life. But, uh, Dang. uh, besides that, I killed a little small, like half rack buck that I thought was, yeah, I thought he had a full rack. He would have been a little basket rack, eight pointer, maybe a hundred inches. Um, one of his sides was pretty screwed up though. Yeah. Wasn't it was it? funny looking it yeah. like curved down. He had a, I guess he had a busted pedicle on it, like, or something. It was injured yeah. and it, just grew weird. Yeah, left side grew weird. Um, 
Killed him. Could have killed several does, but I didn't. I didn't really hunt much because of my eye, and yeah. uh, you know, so I killed one deer this year. That's it. Tried to uh, tried. You didn't to, kill any does. I didn't kill any does this year. Um, you still got this weekend. Definitely could have killed yeah. plenty. Definitely had a ton of does walking underneath me, but my freezer is still pretty full from from last year and the mm-hmm. deer I killed this year. Um. You know, we got like half a cow in our freezer, like two deer, um, several turkeys, and you know, now plenty of ducks. So, yeah. Other than that, I killed, uh, or I didn't kill, but I saw, I saw that big deer that I shot at during bow season. I shot, I saw him like two weeks ago come out in the field that I've been hunting, and uh, I had my bow in the tree, and you know, of course, if I had a rifle, I would have killed him, but yeah. Um, no, I think my deer season's over. I might try to get out Saturday, uh, cause we got a cold front coming in. It'll be a good yeah. opportunity to, uh, I got a buck and a doe tag left. So fill one of them maybe. Yeah. I've got, I've got a boat. I mean, a buck tag left and a doe tag, but yeah. I don't know. This season's been Did really you kill rough. a buck? No. You got two buck tags in. Oh yeah. Yeah, I do. That's true. Yeah. Um, but it was just, this season has been extremely rough cause this has been really the first year that I've like not really hunted public at all. And I've yeah. put all my efforts into permission property and I had a great permission property over 400 acres. It was solid, Yeah, but good bucks running around on it. And oh everything. yeah. And the, the guy who has the permission to hunt there gave me permission to hunt as well. He has a lease and then gave me permission to, to hunt it with him. But um, he had some rules in place, no does until after rut, and then as well as if it was a buck, it had to be over eight points, which for the most part, that's pretty fair. But considering the amount of does that were on the property, it was, it was kind of pointless. Yeah. And so. Yeah, that was a dumb rule. No does. Yeah, until, until after rut. And mm-hmm. with the way that the tag system works in Tennessee, like that, basically means you can only kill one doe on that property. Yeah. And so. Plus you take a chance on killing one that's already bred with a big buck yeah. inside of her. Yeah. And so. Yeah, but I mean, then the buck to doe ratio is out of whack. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense not to kill does. Yeah, and so literally rut started. That's, that's an experience for you. Yep. And so rut started, and uh, I got kicked kicked off the permission. And so from per- having permission. Yep. Just, so, add, just out of the blue? Or? Yeah, I guess uh, from what he told me, somebody else signed on the lease that was previously on the lease with him, and he hasn't been on the lease, I guess, for like over two years. Complain about it. And he asked, that guy asked, which he has a right because he signed on to the lease uh, for nobody else to hunt it except for him and the other people that were yeah, officially the on, the on the lease. Yeah, yeah. And so I respect it, but it was super frustrating because it's like I put so much effort into trying to kill those bucks. And I saw plenty of bucks, but nothing that was over eight points. I saw a solid six that was way outside of the ears. Yeah. But, you know, because of that, rut was that's, basically that's, uh, over at that point. Yeah. And I wasn't able to get any, like, any luck after that and before that, sadly. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's just deer hunting. So, oh, it is. Well, you could have killed a little four corn when I took you. Yeah, I could have done that. You probably could have killed one with Terry as well. I could have for sure killed one with Terry. 
So. Which it was. I think that's when I made gotta, the realize. Got to dust the cobwebs off, man. Quit being picky and just freaking well, sling yeah. an arrow, you know? Yeah, I really do. <laughs> well, and the thing about it was is it's like, I think I came to the realization that I hunt for horns a little bit more than I think. Yeah. And it's like I had literally, it was like a three-point buck. It was nothing crazy. And uh, he was 18 yards, and I had a shot opportunity on him for about three and a half minutes. And yeah. I never took it because I was like, man, I don't... I don't well, know why, but I don't, you know, I don't want to take it. Here, here's my philosophy on that. If you plan to hunt the property a lot, yeah, you know, definitely let them grow. But if something, if it's something that like somebody took you there, yeah, and they don't care what you shoot, I mean, shoot yeah. one, far dude, away, you know. Yeah, I know for real. Especially if you're just trying, like you were trying to get some meat in the freezer, yeah, real hard. But that's literally my was my only goal this season, but. You didn't do it. You got one deer. You got one deer in there though that was good yeah, to you. I, I do have some meat in the freezer, thankfully, yeah. but but nothing near what I was. Thanks, Chandler. For. Yeah, for real. Thank <laughs> you. But uh, but nothing near what I was. My goal was. I've got about thirty-ish, forty-ish pounds. My goal was one hundred and fifty. Dang so, boy. Well, season's not over, man. You got till Sunday. Yeah, no, I'm definitely going to be in Unit L this entire weekend. So. There you go. Break out the rifle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let her eat, baby. Yeah. I didn't kill anything either. You know, I said I was going to kill whatever. Not true. Ended up hunting for horns and had plenty of opportunities, but. Daggum, dude. I can't believe. Still, I know. It, still fire, can't believe that one got hit on the interstate. Oh, no. The fire was burning really hot during Velvet. Then all my big deer, hard when they got hard horn, disappeared. Yep. Gosh. Yeah, you yeah. had some good ones on camera yeah, too. Two yeah, two. Yeah, but what happened? Uh, your dad yeah. got the your dad got the property surveyed. Dad got the property surveyed and pushed all of them out. Literally pushed them all out. Tag gum it, Jeff. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't ever do that again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's still mad about it, but yeah, you know, he waited a year to get it surveyed, and he was like, "Man, yeah." But he did it right before know, deer season. But he was like, "Man." If I'd have known it was going to do this, I'm like, well, what do you think they do when they survey? They stomp over every inch of your yeah. property. Yeah. And those big deer are finicky Sensitive anyways. Sensitive to that, for yeah. sure. But uh, They'll be back, though. Plus, There's more in there. Plus, my wife is pregnant, and she's had a lot of issues during the rut and all that good stuff. So yeah, that put a big hampering on my being able to hunt as well. Damn. Yep. That stinks. Yeah. But I'm thinking about getting the rifle out this weekend and go shooting a doe. I'm definitely I've got somebody coming into town, so that is definitely gonna be where I'm gonna I'm gonna be at this weekend. But I mean we I was talking to Chandler and Evan about this as well, where it's like in our unit we get we get four doe tags during archery and then two during muzzleloader and then one during rifle. And it doesn't carry over. It's like, I think a big takeaway that I've gotten from this season is it's like, if you have the shot opportunity, you're never really guaranteed to have that opportunity again. You might as well take it. Obviously within reason, but, you know. Yeah, as long as it's clean and ethical. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking to, like, fill a freezer. That's the way to do it. Shoot them. If it's brown, it's down. Yeah. Yeah, no, I 100% agree, but... What about you, Hunter? What would be a takeaway you've gotten from this season? 
What season? He didn't. I, was he didn't even say, I didn't even get to hunt that much. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, just next year be able to, you know, hopefully not have any kids in the oven and can actually hunt. Yeah. You know. You know how to not put any bones in the oven, right? I know. <laughs> My first one was literally born right in the rut, and this one was, you know, she was. Peak pregnant during yeah, the rut. Super pregnant during the rut. So, Dang. you know. Well, it, hopefully we'll look a little bit different next this September. So you guys are just having two, right? Hopefully, it's, it's looking like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bear, go see, Bear go, see my doctor. I'll get you his number after this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I might need that. Yeah, that's funny. What about you, Chad? What would be a takeaway? Man. I don't know. I don't think none of us got to hunt quite as much as we wanted yeah, to. No, yeah, definitely I definitely didn't get to hunt as much as I wanted to. Uh, and it's not for a it's lack of life. not wanting to hunt. Just life. Just man. my eye, dude. Yeah. I literally could not see in my right eye, and I'm a right-handed or right-eye dominant. So yeah. that's tough. literally I couldn't see past my bow pins. I could see my pins. I could draw back, but I could not see the target with the pin on the target. Unless it was within twenty yards, and then it was super blurry. So, um, I don't know. My, I guess my takeaway is uh, hopefully be try to be healthier next year. You yeah. know, yeah. I don't know. I, I can yeah. go for me too. But I mean, anything can cause that to flare up. I mean, it's a hereditary. Yeah, well, yeah it's her, for my for my situation. It's hereditary. So, yeah, you know, anything can make it flare up. So. Yeah. What about you, Jerry? What would be your takeaway for this season? Man, I just think hunting is just like everything else in life. I mean, even if you don't get to hunt as much as you want to or if you're not as successful as you sort of wished that you were, um, just the process of doing it, getting better and growing. That's the takeaway. I think that's what makes it worth it, you know. Mm -hmm. Gum, Jerry. Smacking us with some. He don't even hunt, and that sounded better (laughs) than all of our answer. (laughs) Did you get in the woods at all this year, Jerry? I don't think so. No. Jerry is uh his woods are upstairs. Jerry yeah. lives and dies by the by the by the numbers. Yeah. The business side of it. He doesn't hunt dogs. I'm gonna get you in the woods for two before next year. You're he might like duck hunting. I need to. I mean I, I do stay for really dove. busy. Yeah. Duck hunting I think dove hunting is where we need to get him in. Or turkey hunting. Or frog yeah. gigging this summer. Oh, I'm a frog gig so. Or Jerry loves to fish. I do like to fish. So bow fishing might be. Might be your thing, man. That is so fun. It's fun. I think you'll love it. Yeah. Is there technically, like the and there's three of us in this room that have bow fishing uh, boats. So, is there technically like a good time of year to go bow fishing? They say the colder months are really good. I mean, you could take a glance over there, you know. Evan was Evan just telling just us telling about some that big commons he saw. Like, last year, January 1st, what did you say? No, he said February 1st. Oh. No, that was – when did you when did you see those carp the other night? It was literally the other night, like two or three days ago. Two or three days ago, he saw Shoot. some – Well, he said they had – They saw some 50-inch. Last year, it was upper 30s. Was, oh, was, it, was it on a river here in town or no, back where you're from? Okay. Back home. He, uh, I mean, I've Dang. I've heard that from a lot of people that Dang. the colder months 
You, I mean, you can kill some big fish. Yeah. I don't know. Jerry, I think you would like that, though, because it's like you don't really have to have any gear, man. You yeah, just, man. We got a, we, I got a bow you can shoot. We go out, and it's fun. I saw broskies with the boys and mm-hmm. shoot some fish, man. It's fun. Cut up, carry on. and Yeah, I saw and done it. I'd like you to. never been either. No. Oh, the shoot. one time we were going to go bow fishing, we went deer hunting and Evan killed a doe. <laughs> yeah. So it kind of stopped. Yeah, it kind of stopped us from being able to bow hunt. I wouldn't take yeah, it back, bowfish. but yeah. But yeah. Now, bow fishing's fun, dude. It's really yeah, fun. I like to try it. That's wild. Oh. We've gotten really big into duck hunting, too. That's what I want to do, but I don't know. I can't, as y'all, I can't even go right now because yeah, there ain't no sense of me even getting all fired up about it you so could go like, i got a pond right here in town yeah, i can put you to, on i'm gonna turn it off quick yeah we I mean, could taste for it anyway yeah <laughs> for next year sit at home and cry <laughs> <laughs> man that's funny well hopefully the baby will be here for too long and yeah mama will get to feeling better and yeah then i'll hit the duck woods that'll be over by the time it, i'm talking it about ends. next year <laughs> yeah there you go yeah Heck um, but uh, well, heck yeah. Well, uh, something else I want to talk about because we really haven't gotten in deep about some business of behind, like the behind the scenes of Cruiser. Uh, Jerry, I want you to talk to me. Like, as far as what should, people should expect this year from Cruiser, is there anything that you can say right now, like beyond just trade shows of products or content. things to look for or content? Sure. Yeah. I mean. We've been working on some new products for quite some while. So mm-hmm. we have uh, climbing methods in the works. We've got. Well, it's like anything we do. We don't, we're not just going to like make something and then put it out there right away, you know? Right. We do test it out. We run it through the ringer, uh, third party test the crap out of it. And, you know, so we want to make sure it's market ready. Yeah. So we got a. Uh, there's a set of climbing sticks coming out. Okay. Um, pack coming out. And potentially a few more items. Okay. So. Is there a good time for people to expect some pictures of what those look like? Yeah, I think the pictures will be coming soon. Well, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah, they should. Yeah. Next week, probably. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're going to ATA, so. Long- We're, uh yeah, launching it at ATA. That's where all this stuff launches at. So, yep, ATA will uh, be unveiling the sticks and the backpack and uh, going from there, man. Heck yeah, dude. So, That's big, the biggest thing we want to do, and uh, uh, which Jerry can tell you about it, but the biggest thing we want to do is pick up more vendors. So, okay. Yeah. Yep. And as far as if any vendors are listening, uh, where would they be able to reach you at? Uh, you know, they could visit our homepage. There's a link there. But if you want to go directly to the dealer sign-up page, it's dealers.cruiser.shop. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Or they can just give us a ring if, if they have questions. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then as far as trade shows go, so like what, what should people be expecting where they could come on, come in and try a saddle at? I know we're going to ATA. We're going to Harrisburg. Uh, yeah, for the so, Great American Outdoors, NWTF. Well, well, the end of uh, with the end of deer season is always the beginning of show season for us. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, first one's gonna 
B-A-T-A, which obviously, you know, it's not open to the public. Um, that's a vendor um, trade show. So all the archery shops and everything like that are going to be able to come out um, and see our products and what we're going to re- be releasing for 2023 and uh, hopefully sign up to become a dealer and carry our products. Um, after that, we have... Uh, the Great American Outdoor Show, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. In Harrisburg, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Uh, I'm actually not looking forward to that show. It's like <laughs> nine days long. So Yeah, it's a bit of a drive um, for us, too. I was just talking to a guy today. He said when he was working with G5, he's like, by day seven, it's like, yeah, you're done. You know, you want to leave, but you can't. Yeah. Um, but we have that one. And hopefully we move a bunch of product there. We'll have we'll have pretty good sales at all these shows that we're going to be going to. Um, so we'll go to that a Great American Outdoor Show, which is the beginning of February. After that, we have NWTF. Um, what's that one in March we were looking at? Um, the Jurassic Classic. Jurassic Classic, I believe. And yeah. was that in March? I, th- I think that's where that it's no, that Jurassic, Classic. Jurassic yeah. Classic. I think is in May. Oh, uh, the one in Ohio. Yeah, the yeah. open season. Yeah, yeah. There's one. Open I, season I don't Expo. know. So we're 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 putting the list together now. We, okay. You and I have been doing it the last yeah. couple of days. Um. So we're we're gonna try to hit at least one show a month. Yeah. You know. Okay. Uh, one one to two shows a month. Uh, throughout. Till August, pretty much. We're, we're going to be at the Mobile Hunters Expo in Chattanooga. Mobile Hunters Expo in Chattanooga. It's be in June. Okay. Uh, yeah. We've got the World Deer Expo in July. Yeah, World Deer Expo in July. Birmingham, Alabama. In May, we have TAC event, which will be a... Total, total Archery Challenge. Yeah, Total Archery total Challenge Hama. Southeast. Um, we'll be sponsoring kind of like a headline sponsor at that show. Cool. Um going to be at the outdoor blast i believe that's in georgia July, in i think Emerson, so georgia yeah 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 and then uh i don't know man we'll see what else gets put on a plate oh iowa deer classic we're yeah. going to iowa deer classic so birmingham yeah he said birmingham already so um yeah, i think man. that's it on the list right now i'm not really I sure i think we we may try to go to uh one or two more tack events okay so not sure yet just because they're all across the country, you know, yeah. so it's a it's a drive for us, um, which is not a thing, not a big deal. I mean, we've driven pretty far to go to a show. Yeah, um, yeah, but shows are fun, man. If you if you get a chance to come out to a trade show, come hang out, dude. They're they're a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of stuff to see, a lot of product to see, a lot of um. A lot of good, uh, like, seminars and stuff like that. It's a good time. Trade shows are awesome. Heck, yeah. Dude, I was uh, I was thinking about this. This is completely off topic, by the way. But uh, I, was, uh, I was thinking about this the other day, and I wanted to ask you guys on the podcast. It is, as, as far as – no, it's, it's relevant. It okay. is relevant. Uh, as far as somebody that's, like, trying to get into hunting – what would be the things that you would recommend to somebody who is new, who doesn't know what they're doing, uh, both about how to get into it, but also like equipment to purchase? 
what would be the things that you would recommend to those people? Hit up a trade show. Jerry? <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. He <laughs> don't know. Um, I well, he I, does. Actually, I he, he does, does. probably know yeah. quite a bit about it just from talking to all you folks, but I don't know. We got to get Jerry hunting, guys. We really do. That's He's just too busy. That, uh, hey, when we get this new place open, which uh, hopefully soon we get you some help, you're going hunting with me. Um, I would love to see that. No, he's a killer. I can already tell. Look at that. Look at those look eyes. That look in his <laughs> eye. <bro. laughs> uh, That's um, funny. No, I think uh, best place to start, man, is YouTube. Okay. Honestly, I say that with everything. If you want to learn something, get on YouTube. Yeah. Look up how to. You okay. Know. Um, start there. I mean, there's a bunch of videos out there that that run through like beginner setups of everything, what you should do, how to hunt deer, how to hunt anything really. Uh, yeah. And then from there, I mean, uh, try to find somebody that, you know, like a uncle, a, somebody in your family that would take you a friend, yeah. whatever, you know, and try to, I don't know. Don't spend a ton of money on equipment for, equipment. for I mean, any dude, you can go buy a hundred dollar bow and kill a deer with it. Yeah, you know what I'm buy one used, find it on eBay or buy Facebook something used. I mean, go buy a cheap bear bow and hey, now shoot it. Well, well, I'm just saying, like the, you know, like they got some pretty nah, cheap I'm bows. Just, there's, there's, there's what the hunting public did, like a Walmart bow challenge, and yeah. Jake went out and killed a deer with it. You know, oh yeah, that's all you need, dude. 100%. You don't need fancy stuff. I mean, if you got the money and you're a gear nut, go for knock it. yourself out, but. If you yeah. want to kill a deer, man, all bows will kill deer, you know, yeah. Yeah, that's within a certain parameter of they used specs, to just, you know. Yeah. I mean, they used to just be made with a stick and string, so. They still are made with a stick and string. I mean, yeah, but I'm saying they were a lot less complex than they are today. <laughs> yeah. Animal. They're very hard to kill stuff with, too. Yeah. Stick and animal guts. What is that? Sinew? Sinew. Yeah. 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 But, like, as far as, like, equipment goes as well outside of just like finding resources on on where to where to find it like what would be the things that you would recommend just getting some like Walmart camo stuff like that or would you, you recommend don't even need camo man just wear like natural colored clothing okay you know just like good old green dude people in I don't even know when the first production camo came out before but before it did it did plaid plaid yeah man. People were just Red wearing something black. to to break up their silhouette, you know? Yeah. So. That's very true. But the best camo is being still. Okay. 100%. Get okay. yourself a rifle. Go sit on a log, sit on a tree stump, sit in front of a tree, and just be still. Yeah. Okay. You'll see deer. Tag um, And then we. I was talking to... um what's his name, Jake Morton, about this as well. But, um, like, if somebody came up to you, Hunter, and they asked you, hey, I want to go hunting with you, what would be the things that you would do to try to get them to come? Or would you do anything to get them to come? Well, I mean, I guess it depends on who the person is, but, I mean, I don't know. What would you do? Well, I mean, like if, if somebody came to you and said, hey, I want to go hunting, 
what would be the things that you would tell them to do before you took them hunting? Would you tell them anything? Would you just go? No, I mean that's just one of them things where you just have part to of the learning. Come on, yeah. Hey, I want to go hunting. All right, yeah. wear some camo or wear like you he know, said. <laughs> wear warm clothes. Na- Who cares what you put wear? Put you some natural colors on and hop in the truck. Yeah, I mean, because they're if they don't know anything, they ain't gonna know anything till they go. Yeah. yeah. So it would just be a watching and learning thing. I mean, what'd you do yeah. the first time you hunted? Wasn't that long ago. You got surely you remember. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm a bit of a gear nut, so I ended up going and buying a bunch of stuff. And then I just got after the fact. Well, you know, before, look, look. I mean, here, here, here's the thing. That's part of the fun. Yeah. No, you I think so too. I think so too. And that's, like, it's part of the fun of it is going and getting new things. And yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, whenever I get into a hobby, it's like I want to. I want all, all of the things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's part of the fun of it. No, I'm definitely the Does same. Your, way. Oh, I got a question because this is kind of sort of along the topic. Are y'all's wives hobby I, people I knew at it. all? No, <laughs> I knew it. No. It's a man thing. Yes, it is a dude. man thing. Because my wife is like, how many hobbies are you going to yeah, have? Yeah, how many, yep, how many exactly hobbies do you says. need? You're such a hobby person. I'm like, babe, you need a hobby. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. I'm like, you need hobby or you need friends. Like, exactly. You know, before you... Ha- before you have kids, they're like, oh, I wish I had some kids or something, so I don't have to be at home by myself. <laughs> I know it's kind of, I know, I know it kind of doesn't seem like it because it's exactly what we're doing, sitting around talking. But dude, my wife's just so content to just sit around and talk to her friends. I want to do something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm we sit around way. and talk, but at the end of the day, we need to be doing something yeah. at the same yeah. time. And, e- and every man wants, you know, whether it's hunting or whatever, it's always more fun with a buddy, but. There's times you just want to be by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Dang yeah. Right. No, I agree. I think it's funny too because it's like I just bought decoys for duck hunting. Probably shouldn't have, but I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife's like, why'd you buy these? Like, you're only going to go like two or three times this season, which right now that is technically true. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just like, no, I, I need this. Like, I, I need to go do this, you know? And uh, and then she, you she know, just she can't at, fathom that. Well, she looks at me and she's like, "Well, I need to go get this pedicure done." I'm like, "Well, do you actually need to go get this pedicure done?" Because if I look at the cost to cost ratio, we're about one to one. You know, like we're spending the same amount of money. You're just spending it on something else, and I'm spending it on something that I can reuse. Reuse. That's right. That is right. That's the best way to Listen. put it. You're barking up the wrong daggum tree. I'm just <laughs> telling you right now. I've been married 10 years. Happy wife, happy life, bro. No, I think that's true. But I like I like switching <laughs> it up serious. every once in a while. <laughs> You're barking up the wrong tree, dude. <laughs> you she'll just, is, say, you just say, yes, honey, go ahead and go get that pedicure. <laughs> I'm going to go buy these duck decoys. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, most of the time that's you exactly might be what broke. You might be broke all the time, but you know what? At least you get what you want. Yeah. And she's happy. <laughs> yeah. But it, it cracks me up. I know she'll watch this and she'll uh, she'll come in and she'll show me this clip and she'll just roll her eyes the entire time. Yeah. I'm just waiting for that moment. It's going to be funny. But that gum, dude, you ain't learned nothing yet, have you? I do. I like I like picking on her. It's funny. Mm. It spices things up. She'll get tired of that for too long. Yeah, done, we'll we'll I've see. Done, I've done learned. <laughs> done learned. My wife taught me a long time ago. <laughs> That is funny though, because uh, my—I mean, 
You already there, knew what I was going to say right I, before dude, I even said it. Me and you, like, I was looking into your eyes. I'm like, I know exactly where this is going because <laughs> I get it from mine too. Not, I yeah. love, I, I love my wife. But. Hey, the good thing is though, my wife loves duck breast. Yeah, yeah, my wife. They're tasty. And she's good. They're really good. She is not outdoorsy in the least. Me, bit. mine isn't either. Like, no, I wouldn't call her. I mean, I guess you'd call her a diva, but no. Mos- call mine you know, bougie if you want to. <laughs> yeah, that's dude. My wife's killed more deer than I have. A mosquito fly around her head or something. She regular back inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife hates bugs. She hates the cold. She hates the heat. That's yeah. That's that's how my yeah. wife is. If she's gonna be outside, preferably it's gonna be on a beach somewhere. Yep, that's yeah. right. That's the only outdoor activity she wants to do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And if you got to take them for the beach for a week. You know, keep them happy. Keep them happy all three or four months during the season. How long you been married, Hunter? Uh, <laughs> four years. <laughs> she watch three, this. four years. Three or four years. We've been That's together funny. almost ten. Uh, my ten year anniversary was two days ago. Yeah. Oh. Golly. I mean, time flies, boys. It does. I hey, mean, my, I really don't. My one year is next week. It's wild. Your one year. One year anniversary. Married. You guys haven't been married a year yet? No, we got married last January. Dang. Yeah. I thought Dang you guys boy. had been married at least a year already. No. Yep. It's about time to start You're having You're still kids. a newlywed, man. Yeah, no, I am. We're still in the honeymoon phase. Yeah. So. I well, think that's, that's why I can get away. Quick. Yeah. Dude, uh, here's another question. I was talking to Jake about this as well. I thought this was interesting. If you could write off, like right now, off the top of your head, tell me how much money you've spent on hunting stuff, what would it be? Oh, my wife might listen to this, so I'm going to refrain <laughs> from answering. It's, I don't know. I re- I mean, I've spent a lot of money. Yeah, I've spent a lot of money doing it. I was going to say, like probably much? not as much as I think. How, like how much? If you had a guesstimate, what would it be? I don't know. Maybe 40, 50,000. Okay. Chad, come on. You got to tell me, man. And I've been hunting my whole life, Chad. I, I know. Well, you, I started you, hunting. I know you've been hunting a long time. 11 years ago. Yeah. God, I don't even know, dude. Like like more than 50? I mean, if you count my boat. Uh, no, that don't, um, that don't really count. Not Not counting the boat. Not counting the boat? I mean, I bought a new bow every year. <laughs> so, <laughs> that right there is like 15 grand. Uh, yeah. yeah. See, I've had the no, same bow like for... <laughs> I've had the same bow for like eight years. A lot of money. Oh, yeah, dude. If I had... If I, a lot of money. Yeah. If I was like, you know, billionaire or something like that, oh, that number would be way higher. Yeah. You know. Millions. Yeah. Millions, literally. That's wild. Yeah, I don't I don't know the exact number. But uh I know it's and I've only been hunting for two years now. I know it's over ten grand. Yeah, well I mean it, you, you, what are you spending money on? You could ask any hunter stuff. If money wasn't a factor, you know, what would you buy? I'd be like, Oh <laughs> I'd buy a lot of land. Oh yeah. What would you buy, Jerry, if money wasn't a factor? Oh, I'd definitely buy land. Like real estate and land. Real estate and land. Yeah. That's where it's at. So I'd run the hunting bill up quick. Mm-hmm. 
Dude, we were, I was talking to my brother-in-law and uh, I didn't know this, but before Real Foot Lake was like how they have the draw system set up online, you mm-hmm. used to have to go in person and they would draw, like do a ticket draw. draw. Yeah. And um, they used to do that before the internet. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I didn't, I didn't know that. That's why it's called a draw. Um, it totally makes sense to draw me. Draw it out of a hat, son. Yeah. Or but, the, uh, or the ping pong balls with a yeah. little yeah. cage. With the number. I've been the yeah, Powerball thing. Yeah. But um I didn't know this, but like he had some friends or something that they would go to the real foot lake draw and people would sit there with wads of cash, wait for somebody else to draw it, and then they would go up and try to trade the cash for that for that draw. And uh there was one guy that paid like fifteen grand for like a week long hunt or something at Real Foot Lake. But that's just wild. Literally, like wads wild. of cash. It's wild. Yeah. There weren't See, more I would, murders over the. I would never wads be able to do that. Yeah, for real. You know when you hear I stories about it. when you hear stories about how much people spend on hunting, and things like what you just said, it it, it sort of begs the question why people hunt. Um, because I I don't think that it's just about the meat or stocking the fridge. I think it's more about the experience. Yeah, no, of course. Oh, 100%, dude. And so they're they're placing an you know an elevated value on that. 100%. No, I think so. Yeah. But just like camaraderie, 15, I mean, a sense of adventure, just everything, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, it's just wild to me. Yeah, cuz look how much we go and we don't kill anything. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> yeah, but you I know? mean, think about how fun it is. That's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. It's still just like it's, super good time. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you're going with people. Yeah, the camaraderie. Yeah, it's awesome. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I agree. That's wild. I mean, the hunting industry itself is like an $800 billion a year. Is that right? $80 billion? Maybe it's $80 billion. billion a year industry. I was going to say yeah, $100 billion is a lot. Yeah, no, it's $80 billion a year industry, I believe. Is that right? I'm not entirely sure. Remember, I talked to you about whether this. It's, it's whether it's. Uh, I know it's an eight and a billion afterwards. I don't know if it's eight billion, eighty billion. I can't remember, but it's a lot. Yeah, of it's still money. a lot of money. Yeah. That's wild. I don't know if that's right. I remember we talked about this, but hey, I don't remember hunting stuff sales. Yeah, what was this? You were showing me some numbers a while back. Like what? What percentage of hunters are based in other countries? Do you know? Uh, I mean, we, we've done some research around the world. Um, I mean, in terms of, like, weapons ownership, n- North America is going to yeah, blow everybody out of the water. But, water. Um, but people do hunt around the world. It You know, the availability of game, the, the regulations in every different country, it, it really varies. Varies. In, in sort of an extreme way sometimes so like a lot of places um, it's uh, it's a rich man's sport yeah like you cannot hunt unless you have money well and it and it and, it and then some places sort of, it's illegal yeah, yeah. Like same yeah. we and me and jerry were looking at places earlier in the week where he was showing me that it's not even permitted period yeah. well i mean it but it, it drives tourism in some countries you know because yeah. people will come and they'll hunt or whatnot um, that's like New Zealand doesn't even have hunting seasons, so you can go yeah. out there any time of the year and yeah. kill stag yeah. everything. Is that is that what they're known for? Like the big red, red stag? stag? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to kill one of them. Yeah, me too, man. They're huge. It's like a elk, ain't it? 
I think they're bigger. They're about the size. They're like an elk on steroids. But they, yeah, they're crazy. They make a weird sound too. Yeah, it's like a weird deep growl. I'm pretty wild. I'd be interested to try to try that. I'll tell you what, you set it up, I'll go with you. You know what? You got a deal. <laughs> I know. You, no, you paying? Yeah, I was gonna say that I'm reverting back here a little bit. If money wasn't a thing and this would go under hunting budget, PJ. What? Private jet. Oh, private jet. <laughs> yeah, just for hunting. Yeah, dang right. <laughs> I, I thought you said BJ, bro. Uh, <laughs> no, like, what? PJ. Bro. Oh. I mean those too, but you know. <laughs> Uh, I'm not even gonna say anymore. Might have to beat that out. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> no, um, no private jet, man. Get that sucker dipped in mossy oak bottomland. Yeah, I don't even care. Dude, that would see be us through there. We just spray painted the <laughs> white black. Hilarious. I don't care. Get some red red leg camo stencils. <laughs> <laughs> just dude, we just go spray paint it. That'll that would be hilarious. Everything. That'd be so funny. Or get like a professional. Like paint it like a bald eagle or something. <laughs> bald eagle. <laughs> uh, Anyways, geez. sorry, I didn't mean to. No, you're good. getting back to. We was talking about New Zealand. Have to post Red that stag. That crap. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. Uh, That's funny, dude. But anyways, the percentage of people hunting in other countries is what we were talking about. Yeah, man. A lot of people can't. Would you say it's like less crazy, than five percent? It, you know, I don't really know the specific statistics, and there's, there's, you know, there's a lot of countries. Bring it up world, on your phone. Obviously. Look it up. Yeah, that's true. You could search for it, but we we do get emails all the time from around the world. We get emails from usually from European Austria, countries, you know, Austria, Finland, uh, Norway, Sweden, yeah. Germany, France, uh, that sort of thing, mm-hmm. and, and they'll talk about their local regulations and what they're allowed to do and not allowed to do, and yeah. and and usually they're watching content that's in america based out of america and and they're trying to get american products and stuff and they'll be asking questions and trying to give their stories but um but you know we we're privileged over here man it's it's uh we're big into the world man something we take for granted but But in terms of history i mean you look at you know european countries that that have a, a longer period of history than we do um and you that's an interesting topic to talk about the history of hunting and, I say, mean, for instance, Europe or essential then, you know, and it's gone through several phases where, you know, like you said, it, it's sort of become it for, at least for a period of time, like, like hunting rabbits and great Britain or something. And it was like foxes a, with dogs, a, a sport for elites, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. So it, yeah. it, it, it has these for sort of phases class. that it's gone yeah. through. So yeah, it's an interesting topic for sure. Yeah. But the original—I mean, the original use was for survival. Yeah, obviously. I mean, it sort of ties into the <laughs> what do you need to go hunting when you've got people that were like exploring and in, in sort of the American I mean, frontier. Here, here, here's they didn't the thing: have all this fancy here's, stuff. Here's the thing: everyone on this planet has an ancestor that hunted to live, that killed a yeah. mammoth, woolly mammoth, dude. Did you see something this Joe week? Rogan's podcast about the somebody eat some frozen woolly mammoth? Yeah, man, that was. Uh, Is that true? I don't know, dude. Twenty thousand years me, old, or right? something. I'm sure. Like that. I'm sure that they probably ate it, but um, there, there's somebody. Somewhere. I've been. I've yeah. been uh, following that page, the Boneyard Alaska, for a long time, and it's crazy how many like 
mammoth bones and like you know people found yeah dude out of a five acre track of land that they've been gold mining and literally all they're pulling out of there is like bones so like woolly mammoth dude they've pulled out so many woolly mammoth tusks it's like unreal get on like instagram the boneyard alaska i mean but how do they know that how can they tell the age and that it's that from that specific animal? Well, they got one carbon dated, oh, and okay. then all of them have to be within that. Yeah, I didn't even think about that yeah. kind of stuff, which I don't even know what goes. I don't even know what the process of carbon dating is. I mean, I don't know either. They can pull the carbon out of it or something, and that's why oh, that's a huge tusk, bro. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I've been following that for a while, but they're literally pulling out like look at that. Tens of thousands of bones from prehistoric animals for out of a five acre place. And where is this at? In Alaska. Huh. Wow. It's pretty cool, cool, man. That is pretty cool. You just wonder if some of those are like dinosaur bones or something. Dude, there was a. So, like the tusks, like a full. Yeah, I mean, that one was pretty. Tusk. There was a blue, it's ivory, right? Right. So there was a blue ivory mammoth tusk that someone sold that was full for $600,000. Holy crap. Yeah, dude. And you know what's even crazier? Is the American Museum of Natural History back when this guy who owns this... Track of land. This gold claim up there, this... they. He is the biggest private land owner in Alaska. He's got tens of thousands of acres. But this specific spot is five acres. But he's pulling all these bones, which is insane, out of a five-acre tract of land. So that makes you think, like, if this was like a so, Indian so, place where they killed all their animals or something. No, it's not that. It's not that. It's probably the... There was, there a, there was a mass extinction event... About twelve thousand years ago, ago called the, I think called the Younger Dryas period or something like that. Or, dude, look up Randall Carlson, read his stuff, listen to interviews with him. There's, dude, it's fascinating. But like, they think there was a mass extinction event that heated the earth up, that also killed off all these animals. It melted a bunch of water. And they think that all these animals got washed into this area. Oh, that's that what would I was, make sense. That's well, what I was getting at. Why this, is there such a high concentration of bones in this one small area? I mean, this is just a theory of how that happened, but potentially that's what could have happened. Dang. But it's crazy that they're finding all these bones and just kind of like to have one of those tusks. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Better have some money. Oh, what I was getting at. Uh-oh. The American Museum of Natural History came and claimed and confiscated a bunch of bones. How can they do that? I I don't know. You got to read into this, but they maybe they didn't confiscate. I don't know. They came and got a bunch of bones. They took them. Took them to do something to them, test them, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, but they before this guy bought this company this gold claim or whatever, I think it was a company, a mining company, 
the mining company had all these bones that the American Museum of Natural History got, but they're still his bones because his company owns the bones, right? Well, in the 50s, I believe, they dumped tens of thousands of bones, I believe, maybe even more, I can't remember, into the East River in New York City. Why? Because they didn't have storage for them. What the And they're heck? still there. They're supposedly mammoth, mammoth bones, mammoth tusks. That's the stupidest thing I've and, ever heard. And he, he had a report of where they dumped them at, exactly where they dumped them at. And they're I, still down there. I wonder how and he, he released where they got dumped at. And he said, I'm causing a bone rush. And I saw on Instagram some dudes from Georgia took their duck boat up to the Dagam East River and they're <laughs> they're passing the uh uh the Statue of Liberty and throwing cameras down right there where supposedly where they're dumped at. So like I mean think dude tons like, of money down like there. Like there's a there's a there's a mammoth tusk that was like fully cured and like you know treated or whatever. Treated whatever, like fossilized. Yeah, yeah, whatever. That sold for $600,000. Imagine what one, you know. Well, we got yeah. three boats here. I mean, dude. Yeah, let's go to New York. <laughs> bro. Dude, millions of dollars one are worth tusk of. One a piece. I mean. Millions of dollars are worth of Dude, of we just get some fish finders. Put them on the boat. Wow. And we're good to go. Yeah, I know. some but, scuba gear. That's, uh, that's really out. what you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm scared of the dark out of the water. <laughs> I ain't going down in the water. Well, apparently the East River's not very deep. I think it's like Oh yeah, then we're good. Foot man. Right there. I'm going the daylight. Yeah, I don't know. We're going the daylight. Is that what <laughs> but you the, pro- the problem is the clarity of the East River's like really It's bad. pretty bad. It's yeah, chocolate so, milk. Yeah. It's it's worse. worse than that. I just can't fathom just being like, you know, the head of wherever then be like It's wild because it just goes. Oh to heck, show let's you just dump them in the river. Just goes to show you that uh, treasure hunting and the sort of legends and lore that surround them, that's oh, still alive. That's fun, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, just think, you could, like, go and, like, scuba dive and then come up, like, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, do- millions of dollars richer. Yeah. I mean, it's you know? it's, it's classic treasure hunting, every bit of it. Freaking awesome. Gets my gears going, you know what I mean? It yeah. kind of makes me want to go out there and look for yeah. it. Yeah. Well, you and everybody else. Yeah. You, you've been. He's like, I'm going to cause a bone yeah. rush, and daggum if he doesn't. Some dudes from Georgia drove up there. <laughs> so was this pretty boat. recent? Yeah. Uh, I think this podcast he did with Joe Rogan was like a week, a week ago. Yeah. What the heck? So it's all fresh. Yeah. I wonder how he acquired the paperwork because he owns the company, and the company that those were he he has a bunch of like stuff like he was saying i know but you said if you go to their if you go to their how did he acquire the paperwork to know that they dumped the bones because he owns the company he bought it and it's and in those were paper. his bones those were his bones at, okay the american okay. museum of natural Sorry, history got, yeah so it took off his claim so so theoretically those the are his yeah yeah, yeah. oh my god because 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 in america as long as it's uh, paleontol. What is the paleontologist? Paleon, yeah. In nature, whatever the dig is, as long as it's not archaeological or whatever. Yeah. 
that's the, that's that's with human remains or like human sites like pottery and stuff like that. You can't claim that, but you can claim animals. animals. Yeah. Yep. That's wild. So, if this dude's got a ton of money, you think he'd just run over there and get them? Well, he don't care, man. Yeah. He well, finds he's got a ton of money. Dude, so. he's got a he's got a five thousand square foot building up there on that gold claim full of bones. But they were. He said they don't even. They don't even count. It's kind of a dig at. They don't them even for count what, getting his bones just yeah. for being jerks. They don't even I, count what they find anymore. I guess. I guess if if I had to find something to argue about, I would say if they had the money to transport them from Alaska, why did they dump them in the river? Because they held them for so long. Yeah. The the museum held the bones for so long, but then ran out of storage. Yeah, I know. But how would you like to be the guy in charge of those bones? And your boss is like, hey. Dump them. We ain't got no uh, where to put these bones. Where you want us to put them? Like, ah. No dump them in the river. Yeah, heck, just go dump them down the river. And I'm sure that's exactly what happened back then. It was just like, eh, nobody wants bones. I know, but go it's dump like, them in the you river. Know, I'd have took two or three of them so, home. So it's been or a something. while ago. It's been a long time. I got dumped in the 50s. 50s, he said. 50s. Yeah. Tag Literally, like right here, it says recently, recently we allowed a wildly respected paleontologist to visit the boneyard. When he saw a few of our tusks, his eyes teared up and told us he's been a paleontologist for over three decades and he has never found a mammoth tusk. I told him we went three days once without finding one and immediately regretted saying it. Like they find them all the Every time. Every day. Every day. All the time. Yep. And there's tons of them sitting in that river up there. You don't even got a dig or nothing. That's why he doesn't care about the ones that got dumped in the yeah. river. I mean, he literally, finds, there's he just literally like, finds tusks every day. Literally, there's just dire there's, wolf skulls, uh, saber tooth tiger skulls. He short finds face bear, short face bear. Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah, I, yeah, being, I swear. Yeah, funny. he talks about short face bear. Supposedly, and those supposedly, are like yeah, they're they're even bigger than grizzlies. Huge. But the thing is, is like a it, it, it's so crazy this site because there's like paleontologists say that these animals he's finding never lived in Alaska. And like his little five acres of dirt. Yeah, he's changing that it all is. of the the you know, research what, done. What people yeah. thought were were there. Yeah, but I mean, really we'll never know what how they got there to be honest with you. But yeah, it's funny you said short-faced bear, yeah. Short-faced bear. He well, found, I just heard Joe Rogan talking about it because he's like a bear fanatic. He found a short-faced... They found two or three short-faced bear skulls, a bunch of like... Uh, what are the big bison that were went extinct? I can't remember what they're called. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't remember, but a bunch of bison skulls, a bunch of... Dude, Man. so many woolly mammoths. I want to go home and watch Teeth. Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, they, you need to watch stuff about this, man. Yeah, this is wild. It's cool. I love yeah, that this stuff, is really man. Cool, dude. I'd say there will be people plowing that place up. Yeah, I'm talking about New York, that river. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's pretty it wild. Shoot, if you want to go, let he me calls, know. I'll go. The dude that owns the place up there, he calls himself a master boner. Master boner. <laughs> Because he's got so many bones. Dude, that's funny. Well, that just makes you think, like, if there was a catastrophic event and, like, 
whatever got them bones there, it was that big to like wash it to an Dude, a lot country. of people don't understand how like um how close we are to just like Yeah, every moment. Yeah, it ending like that. Yeah. You know? Lord willing. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah. We're so vulnerable. And like a lot of people just well, don't life, even realize. Life is it. just yeah. so fragile. Yeah. Well, I just mean like from getting hit from like a daggum meteor, meteor you know? Yeah. Like literally the one the size, like a meteor the size of a car could like muff this world up. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty it's crazy. Wild. Man, this podcast went <laughs> sideways. <laughs> Way left. That's cool, though. That stuff's oh, really cool. It. Like, you need to look up Randall Carlson. Yeah, uh, we might just have, like, a bone cast or something. The bone cast. <laughs> I don't know if we can use that one. No, I don't think we can. <laughs> In fact, you might need to strike that so we don't get yeah. copyright <laughs> yeah. infringement Sorry. there. That's funny. But, heck yeah, guys. It's pretty wild. Oh, by the way, I was looking up those facts about the percentages and stuff. Couldn't find anything, but yeah. I did find that uh, 24.6% of people who live in South Dakota uh, are registered to hunt. So almost 25% of the entire state population, yeah, of the population hunts. You know there's not a ton of people there. Oh, well, that, that would make a lot there? more sense. <laughs> no, I haven't. It's not a lot of people. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, uh, I appreciate appreciate you guys uh, coming on the podcast. Jerry, thank you for joining us. Uh We'll probably post some information about which trade shows we're going to be at and more information about the new products coming out as well. Yeah, look on, uh, be stay tuned to the social media accounts. Yeah, it's Instagram, just, uh, Facebook. It, we'll just be Cruiser at, Saddles, correct? Yeah, Cruiser Saddles. Um, we'll be posting. Yeah, it'll be on our website and stuff probably as well. Sticks will be posted. Uh, backpacks, you guys get to yeah. check those out. Um, I'm sure lot of you know wherever you see videos from ata yeah. you know yeah somebody will put a video on there of all the products so yeah yeah check them out well cool guys uh appreciate you guys joining hunter pleasure as always jerry thank you for yes, uh, sir joining us chat it's a pleasure as always as well uh everybody thank you for listening and uh we'll see you on the next one <laughs>